This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz. When we started this whole thing called Ramsey, the Dave Ramsey show was called The Money Game, and I had a co-host back in the day, had two co-hosts back in the day. Now I've got a bunch of co-hosts, different ones, obviously. But when we started this thing, the whole idea was learning how to handle money with common sense. Today, we talk about careers and mental health with common sense as well, relationships with common sense with Dr. D, Dr. John Deloney, and Ken Coleman. But the whole money thing was about how to handle money well to get control of our lives and become outrageously generous and wealthy and change our family tree. That has over 30 years. We've ended up spending an inordinate amount of energy towards that end to become wealthy and generous to get people out of debt because that's the biggest blocker for them to become outrageously wealthy and outrageously generous. If you get out of debt, your most powerful wealth-building tool is your income. If you invest $100 a month from age 25 to age 65 in a decent growth stock mutual fund, it will be $1,176,000. You retire a millionaire, 25 to 65. But you can't have a $750 F-150 payment. You can't have a student loan that's been around so long you think it's a pet. A master card. American distress or discovered bondage. You can't just keep yourself in payments where all you do is work for the man. All you do is work for these stinking banks that have better furniture and bigger buildings than you do. And the reason is you gave them all your stinking money and you have no money because you gave it all to them. And that has been what we've become known for because it's the single largest blocker for folks out there. And debt has been so normalized in our culture that to even imagine living without it is unbelievable. And an article just handed to us by our producer yesterday, the New York Fed released its Q1 report on household debt, includes a record high $17 trillion consumer debt balance in America today. So we're doing no good. Because, I mean, we're not even making a dent. Apparently, we're going to be in business forever. This is $17 trillion with persistent credit card debt and rising delinquency rates. It's where we're at. And it's it's wild that the, it says in here, a typical first quarter sees credit card balances decline as people pay off what they spent over the holidays while trying to outgift their in-laws. But for the first time ever, the New York Fed stated that tracking this for 20 years, this isn't the case this year. So for the first time, instead, balances remained flat over Q1, suggesting that people aren't cutting back and are probably using credit cards to finance daily spending due to the to the rising cost of pretty much everything. And so, it and, and I feel like, this is where when, when the inflation conversation started about 18 months ago here on this show, the fear was that people were going to more than ever justify, take that margin that was there and now isn't there and continue to live a lifestyle and make up that difference with credit cards. Yeah. So, but let, let's be real clear here. The debt is not because of inflation. 
the debt is because you're wussed out and refuse to cut your freaking lifestyle to offset inflation because you're still sitting in a line of 30 cars to buy an unbelievably expensive cup of coffee. And yet I'm in debt because of inflation. No, you're in debt because you didn't cut your spending when inflation hits you. That's why you're in debt. So this is not an outside variable that is controlling your life. It's you not controlling the variables in your life. And so your butt ends up in well, debt. And what sucks is, you know, for a lot of people, though, it's not this outrageous lifestyle that they're living. You know, that there's two incomes. They have kids. They have family. Like, they are living life, the quote-unquote American standard of living that, again, you can we can argue the standard of living of what it is, but... What, what's difficult is when you have to go backwards. Nobody likes to go backwards. That's why, well, sacri- that's why it sacrificing. It doesn't feel outrageous because it felt normal. That's yes. But and so, when you actually consider the way we all live, yes. it's outrageous. Well, Our well, lifestyles you, are outrageous. Well, you look at the standard, you know, the, the square, the average square we footage. We spend more on uh, can, pets. Uh, can I, can I, can I? Yeah. Can I get a word in? I don't know. Can you? So, well, ba- barely, barely. But no, but you look at the average square footage in the 70s now, average mm-hmm. car, average vacations. I mean, you look at all of it and it has. The American lifestyle has gone up. Mm-hmm. And so our expectations on what is normal is here. And so for families that are living paycheck to paycheck that are doing this, and sure, because, you know, you have a $600 car loan, like there, there is still debt in the picture that is causing less margin. But when something like inflation hits and eggs and bacon, everything goes up and your grocery bill is like, what? And f- to fill up your car, you're looking at the gas and you're like, what? That's st- in, in the moment, like that does hurt because there's not the margin for that extra hundred, extra 200, extra $300 that now is going out on normal expenses. So, so to cut back, which I agree with you, but it feels like, but I, what, what am I supposed to cut back to? Because well, we've normalized outrageous. Where I'm, where I am, yeah, you we've know? normalized outrageous. Yes, we've become expe- we became uh, entitled to outrageous, and so I'm entitled to this, and and so you know, inflation then forced me to go into debt, which is absolute hogwash. You just did not. I mean, all all it is is you have to address. You have to look in the mirror and go, we just buy some really stupid stuff. I mean, we really buy some stupid stuff. Most people in most countries could exist for a year off of the crap that's in your garage that you've not even seen in a year. You know? I mean, we buy some stupid stuff. So, yes, it's normalized. It doesn't feel outrageous, but it is outrageous. So I I always resist when Bankrate's senior industry analyst says... Uh, suggesting that people aren't cutting back and using credit cards is it's because of the rising cost of inflation. No, they're not cutting back to offset inflation, duper. That's what's really going on. And so, you know, and I get it. I, I, it's not fair. I don't like inflation. I don't want that to take your check away from you. But don't be a victim. You're not a victim. You're a victim of the person in your mirror. And the idea, here's, a, here's another plan. If you think getting into debt to maintain your lifestyle is going to maintain your lifestyle. There's an end to that. Mm-hmm. There, there's a mathematical end to that. It eventually comes and it's a boomerang comes back around, smacks you in the head, and says, "Hey, dummy." So yeah, I think it is for, not so a for good thing. Families out there, though, because I mean, I was sitting down with a family. They made eighty thousand, and you look at you look at month to month after taxes. 
you know, and you're looking and you're like, okay, like uh, everything on their budget was not unreasonable, right? I'm like, it's in a fam- our current it's a, world. It's a family of five. And it's like, yeah, this is what a Costco, this is what it takes to feed the family. This is what, you know, and granted the kids are doing a sport. Like, I mean, like it, it's life. It's just, it is life and life is expensive. And so families out there that are listening, it's like, if you, when you're feeling that pressure that you felt even before inflation, and then add some of this on here where life got even more expensive, you have to evaluate needs versus wants. And this is where we've blended so much that our, what we want has become a need. And so being able to prioritize and really look and it's, and it's hard, but it's like, okay, what really are our needs? And we talk about the four walls, food, shelter, utilities, and transportation. And then under that, there has to be a priority because in order for you to sleep at night and to actually have peace and control your money is so much worth it than some of this other stuff that's in your budget. And so cutting some of that for the time being it's probably a reality to help you get on the other side of this. It doesn't have to be forever, but depending on the credit card and and functioning in that cycle of I'll just use the credit card to to offset this stuff, it gets you into more trouble and less peace. You're killing yourself. Yep. You're killing yourself. Dad is not your answer. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.